Hello and welcome to the Born to Perform podcast. I am your host, Kezia Grace, a professional performer, owner of the KG Coaching World, and your go-to mindset and life coach for creating your most thriving life as a performer. My mission is to create change within the industry through leading a tribe of fearless performers. All because I noticed that the key thing most performers struggle with is genuine self-love and battling with that inner feeling of never being good enough. What I do as a coach is help you set your entire self up to soar. That means your dream career, vocal confidence, and absolute unstoppable levels of fearlessness by working on empowering your mindset and your life as a whole. So if you know in your heart and soul that you were born to perform, then you're in the right place. It's so wonderful to have you here. Hello, fearless performers. Hello. I am coming live to you today from the middle of the ocean, as always, as most of the time. (laughs) And I'm going to talk about something that you've probably heard about before, maybe even tried before, maybe even looked at before, seen repeated, seen plastered over social media before. But I think I'm going to talk about it in a different way than you've maybe ever heard before. It is a topic that has been generalized so much maybe, spoken about widely, but I think that there is a general lack of full understanding of just how powerful this technique, let's say, this element of your mindset toolbox, let's say, can be. And I'm going to talk about affirmations today. I'm going to talk about affirmations. I'm going to talk about mantras. I'm going to tell you why they changed my life. And I'm going to tell you how they changed my life and how you can use them to actually make a huge difference to your life and your mindset as well. I want to talk about this topic so much because it is literally the, it was the first seed and the most important seed that my first ever coach gave to me that enabled me to completely change my life. And sometimes I dislike the way that it is spoken about or shared about because of the lack of personalization for each individual. So the way I'm going to talk about it today is going to be based on my experience and then it's going to be based on my understanding of how cognitive development works uh, in a way that you now as an adult can utilize it to actually truly rewire the way that you view yourself, the way you view your voice, the way you think about your potential and your ability. And I'm really freaking excited to do so. So we are in the middle of the ocean. The internet is gonna be on our side. (laughs) Touch wood. (laughs) And let's freaking dive in. Okay, affirmations. It's a buzzword, it's a buzz topic. It's something that a lot of people have previously thought is a case of, oh, before I go on stage, if I just say to myself, I am confident, I am confident, I am confident, then I will become confident. And I think this is part of the lack of understanding of what actually affirmations and mantras and things like that can actually help you with. 
So I want to talk firstly about how affirmations changed my life. So I, back in 2019, I've shared parts of my story before, but you know, if it connects with you, then please send me that DM as well. If it's some, if there's any element of it that is similar to what you're experiencing now or what you have experienced before, then always send me a message because it would be so nice to connect with you and help guide you or just hear from you and celebrate wins with you that equally we both or that you have got, are going through. So please make sure to do that as well. But back in 2019, I, I was struggling with the worst performance anxiety I'd ever experienced. It was leaking into my, my personal life. It was leaking into my social life. It was leaking into my everyday life. It basically got to the point where it didn't matter how well I was performing or how good I sounded or what compliments people gave me about my singing voice. It got to the point where none of that even slightly got through the surface because everything was clouded by fear so much so that I would plan or I would make every decision basically in my life around the performance that was coming up no matter how far away it was so it took me away from things like social events because I was afraid of damaging my voice it took me away from I don't know, going to the bar to celebrate somebody's birthday because that's what they wanted to do because I was afraid of, I was afraid of drinking alcohol as well. That was a, a whole other thing that if you connect with as a singer, please message me because that is something I severely experienced as well. A genuine fear, guilt-ridden fear of drinking alcohol as a singer. Um, and it was controlling my entire life. So then back when I finished that particular contract, I... Hi Joanna, I actually went home to the UK and little did I know this was going to be the start of the first lockdown within the UK. But at that moment in time, I was following somebody who was really inspiring to me. I connected with her. She was a life coach, a mindset coach at the time, and um, she set me on a completely different path for my life. And one of the first things that I started to implement in order to kickstart that journey was literally creating an intentional way of starting my day every day. And how I did that was with affirmations. So I would write out, and I wanna say at the time, it's so funny because I can find like the journals from before the notebooks from, from way back when, it's about four years ago now, three or four years ago. And I would write out three different affirmations, three times, at least three of them. There were, sometimes there were six or seven. <laughs> and I would repeat them out loud, feel how that felt in my body consistently every single morning. And that is what started me on a completely different journey. From a journey of being so fearful of cracking on stage, so fearful of forgetting a lyric, so fearful of my wig getting caught on something, so fearful of my shoe breaking, so fearful of something out of the blue happening on stage to me, because of me, from me, that would completely embarrass me. And all of this fear was so overwhelming that it got to the point where there would be tears backstage, I would be crying backstage, I would plaster on a smile, I would plaster on a the show must go on mentality and 
put myself back out on stage, pretend everything was hunky-dory, go backstage, still feel the same way and walk home from this performance feeling absolutely numb because I, haven't, I hadn't processed any of my emotions. That's how bad it got for me. That's how it felt for me. And then I started this practice and then I started this journey with this mentor, with this coach. And that's why I wanna talk about this topic today. So the reason that I actually was able to use this tool to change my life was because of these three specific things. And I wanna approach affirmations in a new manner for you today, in a way that isn't just depersonalized, I am confident, depersonalized Wonder Woman pose, which yes, feels great. However, the work that I do is, it's the core. The work that I do with my clients is always about the root cause. It's always about relaying new foundations. I've experienced it recently and I've actually come to the conclusion that personally, I don't find the word like around performance anxiety. I don't necessarily find the word or the phrase like coping with it very helpful, but that this, this is my opinion. Um, and take from it what resonates with you or not. But my, from my personal mindset, the phrasing of coping with performance anxiety does not empower me. It does not help me feel better. There's a difference between things that help you to manage when the moments come, which is important, not disputing that. It is important to be able to manage if though if that feeling, those sensations come up live, there's a difference between solely doing that and actually getting to the foundational root cause of what has led you to that point where you feel that severe performance anxiety, for example. And so for me, just the term of coping with makes me feel like it's something that I have to, I have to, um, have forever, I have to struggle with forever. And that's how my mindset views it. So those words, for example, do not empower me. They do not help me. They do not make me feel any different from the experience that I'm currently having. And that, and therefore are not gonna help me rewire my mindset. That's how I felt back then. And I have a lot of clients that resonate with that too. So if that is you, if that is a, a phrase that doesn't resonate with you, the answer to that is don't use it. And I'm gonna talk about that in a second. Doesn't make it a wrong phrase because it will help some people. But if that does equally doesn't resonate with you, then there is a reason for that. And it's really important, the words that we feed ourselves with, feed our minds with, feed our bodies with, feel our souls with, right? So I'll get to that in a second. I'm going off on tangents like a classic Kezia. Um, but I digress. Yeah, for me, we're always looking at the root cause. We're always diving into the root cause of the struggle so that yes, if those experiences do happen live, you know how to manage them, but they happen way, way, and I'm talking like 80% less than they ever have before because you've gotten to know yourself on a whole new level and you've worked to rewire your mindset. Okay, so with affirmations then, and with this topic, talked about how they changed my life, but why I could actually use them in order to do so were these three specific things. The first was because I actually chose words that connected with me. I've put out posts before and I've seen a lot of people put out posts before of like suggested mantras, suggested affirmations. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, it's, it's helpful. It's helpful for people to be around useful words. However, 
the words that you use are so much more powerful than you probably even realize. The words that the words that you use to describe yourself, to connect with yourself, to this yeah, to that you use as your identity on a daily basis. Hi Mary Jo. Um are so powerful and that's why I've reflected on the fact that the sentence of how to cope with performance anxiety doesn't empower me it doesn't make me feel good it's not something that sits right or is going to help my mindset therefore I just don't use it that's not something or a process that works for me however how to process performance anxiety how to move through performance anxiety for me is a more helpful and empowering perspective so see how the energy behind those sentences can provide you with very different emotions and very different vibrations and energy just through changing one word, changing one tiny little word that in general can seem like a completely passive thing to just say a random sentence and yet the energy stays with your body. The energy stays with your body and feeds your subconscious mind. It feeds your subconscious mind. I really want you to take that in for a second as well, because it's not about, it's not just stuff that you are consciously aware of right now. It's about all of the things that are just easy subconscious processes. Your brain automates 95% of what you do. So only 5% of the time are you consciously aware of how you react, of the things that you say. Only right before you're about to go into a performance or into an audition and saying to yourself, I am confident, I am confident, I am confident. Your subconscious mind is hearing the words, but it's actually going, yeah, but now we're not. Yeah, but I know solidly that we're not because this is the evidence and this is the belief that's been fed for so many years. Saying that sentence just before the experience isn't necessarily going to help. So what is going to help is choosing words that are connected with you. So in that situation scenario, for example, before going into an audition, before going on to stage, the belief, rather than simply on the fly saying words that you've read on social media or that you've heard other people say, if they're not connecting with you, it's not gonna make a lasting difference. And we are about the lasting difference. So that's the first thing. The second thing is because, so the second thing around, oh, the internet is being very fun today. It's worth it, I promise, stick with me. So then, what is the next best thing? If the thought is, I'm not good enough to be in the spotlight, the next best thing could be, or the A to B thought could be, I'm working on feeling good enough to be in the spotlight. Or it could be, if you've already got the job, it could be, I got this job in the spotlight for a reason. Ooh, that sits, ooh, that sits funny. I feel like that's for somebody. I, I got this job and genuinely rewire my mind was because I repeated them for months. I got in that habit of literally every single morning, bar maybe one or two, for at least three months, writing out affirmations, changing them when I needed to, when I needed to connect inward with different words repeating them, writing them out and speaking them aloud and feeling how they actually feel, feeling how those words actually sit within my soul, within my body, feeling the energy, the joy, the love, the gratitude around them for months. It is something I still do three and a half years later when I know I need it, when I know my soul needs it. 
when it's asking for the next up level, when it's asking for the next bit of empowerment. I repeated them for months because that is how you rewire your mind. It is through repetition. If you think about where you're at with your life right now and how you currently feel about your voice and your beliefs and your abilities and everything, your belief system, what, at whatever age you are, you have spent 20, 25, 30 years of your life believing these things. That is not going to be changed by just repeating, I am confident right before you go on stage. It takes repetition. It takes that general reworking, that genuine reworking of your mind. That's why I rarely do any kind of short-term one-to-one work with clients because that's not gonna be the thing that changes your entire life. We can have a massive breakthrough. I do one-off breakthrough sessions for 197 currently, and we can have a massive breakthrough in that session, but it's only the beginning. And my clients know that when they sign up for that too. It's only the beginning. Because I offer six month and 12 month packages of one-to-one mentorship with me, because that's how we create lasting change. If you've spent 20, 25, 30 years, 40 years, however many years, believing your current belief system, then within just 12 months, you can switch it around. That is a huge freaking win. But it's not just gonna change from one, from one experience, one session, one time of repeating this, those mantras. You have to repeat them get in the cycle of doing it for you, of doing it for your worthiness, of doing it because you know you were born for that spotlight, doing it because you know you were born to perform. Quote podcast. (laughs) Those three things. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. If anything hits with you, if anything resonates with you, if you have any questions around this, my DMs are always open. We've just finished up Get Leading Lady Energy and it is available to... uh, purchase as an online self-paced course for you where you can message me in the dms on instagram we can have a little chat but you can sign up for that straight away there's a link i'll drop the link there's a link in my bio there's a link in the show notes if you're feeling like you want to get in on the energy and just get started dip your toes into this work it'd be gorgeous to have you inside that program but for now the fun of the internet i'm sending you so much love and support from the middle of the ocean.